now tuned into the greatest. And can you just give me like 10% lower on your volume? Just a little bit. Okay. On the mic volume? Just a tad. Yeah, just a little bit. Yeah, I, you know, I gotta upgrade my mic. I got the Fifi mic or whatever, but uh, recent Bruh, color, purple. Have you not? But have the, you not listened to our podcast? I make that shit sound like a G, son. Yeah, no, <laughs> you do it. You do a really good job, man. Fuck out of here! I, I love the content, so, guys. I mean, it's awesome. Yeah, just it's, so you, just so you know, Kyle, he does. He's the brains behind the operation. I just like show up. Okay, that it's <laughs> awesome. I mean, up. bro, he does everything. It, it, listen, I, there's nothing. I don't know if you remember, like this was in like 2014, there was an app that came out and it was called Chef's Talk. And that was oh. probably the greatest app because I could literally talk to like, you name it. Yeah. You name it. I could talk to them, send them an email, show them pictures and they'd be like, yo, yeah, great. Keep going with that. Do this, do that. That's and then awesome. that shit stopped. And then once you guys like started this back up and started talking to all these other guys, yeah, it makes it like. This is what it's about, man. This yeah. is what we do, dude. Like, you know what? It's crazy. So listen. So let's j jump right in. But um, for Chef Kyle, for all of our listeners and people that are uh, watching, do, can you just give a little three minute summary of uh, how you became a chef? What brought you to this point and all that good stuff? Yeah, sure. Uh, yeah, for everyone out there, my name is uh, Kyle Alderson. Uh, I go by Chef Kyle Cooks on uh, TikTok and Instagram. Um, I've been a chef for going on eighteen years. Um, I was culinary. I was formally trained at Johnson and Wales University. And then I went and did finishing school at uh, the Culinary Institute of America in Greystone. Uh, I wanted to compete for the Culinary Olympic team, believe oh, it or not. So I wow. went for that and then went, screw that. <laughs> I'm not going <laughs> to do that anymore. Uh, went back to Denver uh, where I went to Johnson & Wales and then started my career. And then from there, I've been running kitchens since I was about 21, 22 years old. So I've been in and out of every position, gone across the country, back across the country, dealt in many cuisines, but um, basically my cuisine is uh, California contemporary mm -hmm. and, uh, you know, from, go for, going from there, you know, just trying to show what a chef does and try to change the industry as much as I can and on this end, you know? Yeah. So. You know what? You brought up a couple of good points and I feel like we kind of have the same history. So it's crazy because I try to tell people, um, you know, it's like, I don't know. I feel like, and tell me if I'm wrong here, but I feel like it doesn't matter for me when I hear other chefs or if I hear about other chefs or people that are still working in the restaurant business or chefs in general, like we automatically have a certain amount of respect for each other. Do you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Because we know the grind it takes. We know what, like, I don't care what type of chef you are. I don't care, you know, what level of chef you are. If you are a chef to me, you earn my respect straight away because right. I know how hard it is, man. You know what I'm saying? And like, and the thing is, is like, what's crazy is like, I, it's, it's, man, it's ridiculous, man. It's like, it's like, dude, to get to our level where you're running a kitchen and you know, you know, it's not easy. You know what I'm saying? It's no words. Yeah. No it's, words it's, to describe to somebody. Yeah. It's you can't, really, you can't tell anybody how to do it because yeah. you have to just literally be in on, yeah. like on the line of it. Yeah. You know, like, and that's what I try to stress to like kids. Like you bring up lots of great points to young culinarians. Like you need to go and focus on work. Work yeah. is the yeah. main goal. Your life does not exist for the next 10 years if you want to get to our level. Yeah. Like you need to sacrifice so much stuff. Casey, yeah. I know for a fact you sacrificed so much to get to the point that you that you are. Like Brandon, I know for a, a fact you've done way out of your way to go where you needed to go. Like yeah. when people ask, I go like, uh, you know, like I'm a minnow compared to some of the people that I've talked to, you know, like mm. – Good friends with uh, um, my friend uh, uh, Zach Kasmer. He's up in. Um, he's a great chef. He's up in uh, Pelican Hill. Okay. <laughs> the guy is just like twelve years deep of just molecular gastronomy. Guy is just dope, dope, yeah. dope, dope. Awesome guy and knows exactly what he's doing. Like, yeah. And you get a few guys like that every so often, you know. So I know you know what's crazy is like. You know, Kyle, I struggle with this because um, I'm very, I'm very well versed on all hydrocolloids and molecular gastronomy in general. But the thing is, is I hesitate from teaching it because I've had so many bad experiences with teaching young cooks how to make whatever it is. You know what I mean? And yeah. they forget about the basics. They don't know the basics. So I urge every young cook. I'm like, bitch, before you cook sous vide, <laughs> I want you to cook me a perfect chicken breast right now. <laughs> Seriously. 
it's oh, like, dude. hey, I, there were so no, many clips. Right. It was like, yo, I want to do you're this. Right. I want to make this. Like, listen, I and that's why I think, and, and we're going to get into this because, um, well, let me just take a step back. I'm sure you guys yeah. can agree. I want you to set up your fucking station right first. <laughs> yeah. Set up your first. motherfucking station right. I want it 90 Lisa degrees. Lost, yeah, bitch. make sure your station is set up like, you know, before you, you know, before you want to dip this in nitrogen, like straight up, like, and, and I think this is really important because I'll post some, I'll post some shit. I'm not going to lie. And pff, I brought this up the last three podcasts. I'm working with Granda, this app Granda. And this is my, this is like my superhero, right? Because, um, you know, for me, when I was a young culinarian growing up, we didn't have this. You didn't have, you didn't have the internet. You didn't have this app based techniques where you, where you have, you have Paco Romero's, Romero's just, get, he just dropped a masterclass on this fucking app. He's a two Michelin star chef. This, yeah. you, people don't understand. You are never, ever going to see this chef ever. Do you know what I'm saying? If mm-hmm. you're in America. You yeah. would have to go to Spain, you know, mm-hmm. go to Ibiza and you know what I'm saying? And dine at his restaurant that costs $1,500 a night. But yet he took the time, this two Michelin star chef, one of the best restaurants arguably in the, yeah. the world, did a masterclass mm-hmm. on Granda and it's only 50 bucks. Yeah. Like, like for me, <laughs> that is like, it's a no brainer. And what, what I, what I'm, what I am very adamant about is you can take some of these techniques and you can kind of apply them. Just put the knowledge in your head. Yes. But I try to tell people, you know, uh, young cooks, I had this one cook send me some of his dishes, you know what I'm saying? And I'm giving him constructive criticism because he was like me when I was a young cook. I would put way too many things on the plate, like, you know, like crazy amount of things on the plate, especially when I came out of Linea. And it's funny because now I'm focused more on simpler ingredients, um, but I'm not doing any restaurant quality food because I think some, you know, it doesn't really have its place on the on, on TikTok or, or IG. Some Some of them do, but... Um, but mm. it's crazy because, uh, yeah, I, I just, if you're a cook out there, you need to, you need to nail the basics and the fundamentals before you go any type of, any, any type of level cuisine, you know what I'm saying? Like uh, upper level cuisine, because if not, you're just going to put the cart before the horse and you're going to end up screwing yourself. You have to learn discipline. You have yeah. to learn in product ingredient. You have to learn yes. me plus. You have to learn time management. If yeah. it takes you an hour to make a soup. In a business that opens when you close from two and you open at four and your time is literally to make a soup and Mm. it takes you that entire time, there's a problem. There's a big problem. You need to be like time management. Let's go. You got 10 other things to do to get to get to that point of open for service. Mm. And if you're just you're, you're lollygagging and not getting ready, you know, like. You're shit out of luck. Like you're gonna be shit out of luck. <laughs> That's why I highly recommend, uh, you know, to any young cooks and chefs out there, go work in a restaurant that is like, you know, uh, you know, I would say that is reputable, that's chef driven. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Because you know, or chef inspired. Yeah. The problem is, is when you go to work with restaurants that are like, I don't want to, you know, not, not to shit on your own. It's all corporate. Yeah. You know, like I've worked for it. Like, I've worked no, for like, Lazy Dog and all those places. I don't give a shit. Yeah. Oh, how was Lazy? I love Lazy Dog. I like Lazy Dog actually. So how was it? <clears throat> So I was going, I opened up the Temecula location, but I also did training at Valencia and Orange. So I was driving be- between all three. And uh, I mean, the corporate structure is pretty good. Um, you know, it w- it's changed a lot. I haven't really talked to anybody in a long time. You know, this is like, yeah. you know, those young, you know, you're, you're trying to figure out as a chef who you are, like through that lineage, you know? So like I, once I got done at Elway's, you know, I came back to California and then opened up like a, pub uh i think it was called barley and hops and then went from there and then started um working in like different various um restaurants that i really wanted to get associated so more mexican um, a lot more spanish influence and stuff you know stuff that like reminded me of as a a kid and stuff is with my parents you know we traveled a lot like i you know was very fortunate to go to a lot of countries so yeah you know that's cool yeah like I, i by the time i was 20 i had already been to like I want to say like I've been to, well, I've been to most of Europe except for the Eastern side of it. Um, Fiji, Mexico, pretty much all the way down. Um, Wow. Yeah. Like, so like I love, I love Mexico. I I don't think people really realize that they need to go really down to Mexico a lot. Like that's where a lot of the California produce, that's where the OGs take all the great vegetables and bring it to California. Like, yeah. No one knows what a, yeah. a, a California or a Mexican avocado at peak season. Yeah. Useless. You know what? You know what's funny? I agree with you 100%. One of my, so when I left Saison, one of my uh one of my coworkers actually went and lived down in Tulum and mm-hmm. um you know, you know, and just Beautiful. worked and he was posting things on IG that um, some ingredients I've never seen before and like now he's in Vermont. 
doing mm-hmm. a taco shop and some of the stuff he some of the yeah and some of the stuff he posts is like yes dude it is just mind-blowing but you can agree that michelin has changed though right because it's no longer yeah. like oh you have to be this like sixty thousand square feet facility and like yeah you have to have white tablecloths i mean there's a what's that uh, i forgot her name in uh what is it thailand that's like cooking that yeah. crab omelet that crab yeah the crab yeah. omelet. i'd yeah. fly there for that like, yeah. you know, it's so funny. It's so funny. You mentioned that, but like, I do, I do feel like it's a little watered down now, but it's just changing with the times. Like mm-hmm. I'm really sorry. Like, and I, and I'm, I'm I don't want to, I don't want to like, uh, make anybody mad, but like the fact that they issued like stars in, you know, uh, Oh, no, is my freaking mic's going to go. The fact that they issue stars in, you know, in during the COVID pandemic and all that, like, it's kind of like, you know, like dude, restaurants That's are just trying annoying. to hold on. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. You can't, you can't like hold them to, I don't know. It just made me, it kind of, kind of was weird. And I understand they have to like do their thing, but like, I think there, a lot of restaurants were just trying to stay alive. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like mm-hmm. they had to switch to a to-go model and all that. Like, I mean, it's just crazy. Yeah. But what I want to, what, what else I wanted to talk about was let's talk about culinary school because. Oh, um, yeah, yeah. I got plenty because, of experience with that. Yeah. Cause, <laughs> cause you mentioned, cause you mentioned, um, Johnson and Wales, right? Yep. And, um, I just want to like, what was your experience with culinary school and tell me what dates you went to culinary school? Okay. So I am, uh, okay. So originally I was supposed to go to the culinary Institute of America in Hyde park. Okay. And I, I crossed, if anybody knows, I crossed the line and said no to CIA and went to Johnson Wales because I thought at the time the reputation was CIA goes on TV Johnson and Wales runs the runs the industry. That's yeah. literally why I went there. I was like, if I'm going to be a chef, I'm going to go to the culinary school that's going to teach me how to work. Yep. Got They're going to show me how to be the guy that's going to come out and do the thing. Culinary school is like it's a 50-50 bag, man. Like you can really yeah. really like I learned some things that I keep to this day, but like 90% of it whatever. Like, I, I, so, I, mean, I learned more of that shit from like a guy that's like down the road like he's been in the business for 15 years he didn't go to school can barely speak any english yeah like the dude where you're you're literally just visually watching him that's the best teacher in the world that guy will show you how to do everything perfect yeah great great point so what year did you go what year were you i went calling? uh so i went from 2004 to 2006 and then from yep. 2006 to 2007 and then yeah. I left. Wow. Yeah. Uh, so went to Greystone to do yeah, finishing that's, that's, school, which was bullshit. Don't ever, yeah. don't ever get sold into anything of finishing school when it comes yeah. to like restaurant shit. There is yeah. no such thing. Hundred percent. Who paid for it? Did you pay for it all yourself? Oh, or yeah. Your parents. I, you? I paid for so, it. My mom paid. My mom wow. and my dad were a little bit into it, but like, yeah, I basically took on the the, the magnitude of it. And Damn. Yeah, it was a lot. If mind, yeah, if you don't mind me asking, what was your payment when you uh, when you first started paying when you came out of school? I was, well, I was making really good money, so this this was a thing. Like I was still making like at twenty three, I was making a good salary. So like I was yeah. probably paying like twelve twelve seventy five a month, like, and I would break it up into like two payments. <laughs> what? Yeah, it was oh, bad. That. Okay. Yeah. Okay. 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 Good. Here's here's my here's my uh, devil's avocado. So, <laughs> did your did your job? Okay. Did your job depend on that school loan payment? So when you came out of school, you were like, "Fuck, I need to get a high paying job, right?" Oh, one hundred percent. I went. I have to make fifty five grand a year, yep. no less. Have yeah. to. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. So Thank so you. so it's great you say this. So for everybody that's listening. Uh, Kyle and I pretty much went to culinary school around the same time. So I went around 2004, 2005-ish, 2005. And then I'm not going to lie. I only took it seriously when I was like, shit, I got to pay for this. I, I actually dropped out of culinary school. And then mm-hmm. uh, because one of the people that I worked with was like, I'm not doing this. This is ridiculous. Well, he was smart and he was on a probationary period. I had already signed the paper. Yeah. And so for no. me, I was missing. Because I, I remember telling my chef, I was like, dude, I'm, I already know all this stuff that I'm learning. Like. I yeah. went to school just to get the piece of paper. Yeah. Anyway, Where did you go, Brandon? Sorry. So I went I went to the Florida Culinary Institute in West Palm Beach. You know, your brother, right? No, my brother went to the Art Institute in Fort Lauderdale. Oh, okay. Okay, okay. So okay. thank thank the Lord Jesus. At that same time I was going to culinary school, I was actually in the process of buying a house. So biggest mistake of my life, biggest mistake of my life though, don't get me wrong, when two thousand eight hit, I fucking took an L. <laughs> so uh, but but here's the thing. 
I had an idea. I had an idea of the financial um, burden that this was going to take. So for me, I couldn't afford to go to CIA or uh, Johnson and Wales because mm-hmm. my parents, yeah. my parents weren't, weren't going to help me. And the thing is, is I asked the questions I needed to ask. And yeah. the funny thing is, is they try to fucking sell you on it. They're like, no, don't worry. You can defer the loan. You can oh, of forbearance. I'm oh, like, yeah, yeah. I'm like, defer explain to me, explain to me what that means. I'm sorry. I don't understand. Oh, it ruined and, my um, credit. It ruined my yeah. credit forever. Like it's, it's one of the worst things that can happen to you. It's I'm just like getting out of it because it was so bad for so long. And you yeah, have jobs wow. in between where you don't make enough money. Like, yeah. And you yeah. live in California, so, you know, like, <laughs> yeah. So, so, so what's crazy, what's crazy is I actually, so from 2005 to 2011, 2011, I actually took it seriously and I want to just put things in perspective. I actually went back for my baking and pastry degree. And Whoa. here's the thing, oh. the reason why, so I went, so I have dual associates, so dual, so I have culinary, but then the thing is to get my pastry degree, because I already had the general classes, all it was going to take was nine months. And so oh. I was like, you know what, this is, that was more valuable. That nine months of pastry was more valuable mm. to me in my career than anything. And the thing is, is I didn't realize this, but I guess you got a funny story. So when I signed on to culinary school, I paid full price for the culinary degree. But then when I went for baking and pastry, wow. uh, the financial advisor because I was like, listen, I'm, I don't want to pay this. I don't want to pay too much. Like, this is ridiculous. Like, they just cost too much. Now, I'm not going to lie. My, my school was cheap. It was like 35 grand all in for both. Okay. That's, that's way cheap. That's a lot of money, hey, bro. Casey, Casey, listen, let me tell you something. Johnson Wells at that time was, was uh, you know, 75, like, 80,000. Uh, and CIA was already <laughs> over the, uh, the 90,000. So the, the reason yeah, that no, I, one of the main no, reasons that I went to, wasn't going to go to CIA because for two years was going to cost me 125 grand. That's what I'm saying. And Johnson yeah. and Wales was only going to cost me eighty. <laughs> That's, yeah. So, uh, so we're on 80. the same page. So we're on the same page. So basically, I was like, I can't afford this. And uh, but anyway, she like she looked at me and she's like, she's like, if you don't mind me asking, because she's like, I see you put white on the on the piece of paper, but what's your nationality? I'm like, oh, I'm half black, half white. I was like, I've just always mm-hmm. put white my whole life, you know. Mm-hmm. And she's like, well. Um, you might want to be black today. <laughs> oh, shit. <laughs> I was like, okay. Yeah, and I was like, okay. She's like, okay, I'm just saying because, you know, this is this qualifies as a tech school, so the gov- government will subsidize your loan. Yeah. And I'm like, okay, what hey, does that mean? Explain it to you. I did not know that. Like, cool. Okay. She's like, listen, my, my daughter as well is biracial. She's mm-hmm. like, you're going to pay $9,000 for the school if you do this. And I'm like, what? nice. Yeah. Like, couldn't go back. Or- couldn't change my culinary. Couldn't change my culinary degree. But I could. I could do this. So. So anyway. So basically, then this it works out even better. Look, it gets better. She's like, she's like, okay. If you don't mind me asking, who's white? Your mom or your dad? And I'm like, my father. And he's like, I'm sorry, my mom is white. And she's like, so your father's black? And she's like, okay. If you don't mind me asking, is his credit good or bad? And I'm like, oh, it's trash. She's like, great. He's gonna sign this. He's gonna co-sign this for you. So basically, <laughs> so basically, they the my father horrible credit co-sign my loan the problem is the government feels bad so you get another grant on top of that you know what i'm saying nice because they see this young minority kid trying to go to college and i didn't know this but yeah so basically i was i was asking my dad i was like hey dad i just need to sign this loan but the only problem is he had to sign it in person you know what i'm saying he was in dc he had to come all the way down to florida Uh, paying it was like six to nine thousand for for my my second associate's degree that's where yeah where where the the culinary degree full price man it was like it was like twenty six thousand dollars yeah and Ish. so I now I urge everybody out there to try like I I made a video on YouTube um to uh, is is culinary school worth it in 2021 and twenty one twenty two I don't know if anybody saw it but ju- I'm not going to get into that because in my personal opinion I do not think it's worth it when Kyle and I were going mm-hmm. to cul- when Kyle and I were coming up in the industry it was worth it at that time. Only because they ask, but nowadays it doesn't matter. Yeah. Like I, I don't care what anybody yeah. says. The, the return on investment is not there. Yeah. And um, and the proof is in the pudding. Yeah. Right. Right. It's like, you know, like look look at Casey for example. He didn't go to culinary school, man. Nope. He just, he did just fine. Yep. He just just fine. Just you know, he just fine, bro. So many culinarians, and then we can get off this topic. But I just want to I want to bring this last one up. So many young culinarians, they come out of culinary school instead of going for the experience, they go straight for the money, and it completely fucks their career. Yeah. They don't know what they're doing. And yeah, trust me. And I and I remember, like, um, you know, when I was at the Breakers Resort, I remember these CIA cats coming in, absolutely dog shit, like, absolutely, <laughs> seriously. And I was yeah, so nah. upset. And not to shit on Johnson and Wales, but you know, Johnson and Wales, Miami, was pretty pretty big. And I, I remember when I toured that school, and everybody did the same thing. Like, yeah, I'm Johnson and Wales, blah blah blah. I'm Johnson and Wales. Oh, I'm from CIA. But you know, when it came down to the work, when it came Ooh, down to the physical work, 
you know what I'm saying? Hey, I need you to peel this 50 cases of shrimp. Yep. Yeah, you know yeah. what I'm saying? Like for somebody like me, I'm on it. I'm, I'm yep. you know, like I got it. Like, chef, I'll be done and I'll yeah. be done in 20 minutes, chef. I'll yeah, be ready. Yo, I'm, I'm fucking yeah. on it. I'm attack this shit like my life depends on it because you yep. know what? I got a house to pay for. I got this. But like the CI, like, well, I'm, I'm you know, almost like too good to be peeling mm-hmm. shrimp. Yeah, yeah, you yeah. know what I mean? I should and, be uh, chef. Like, or they critique. Right That's school. the worst one. When they come over and go, do you think you should have done it a little bit different? Yeah. Ooh. Listen, asshole. I've been on the line for 12 <laughs> years. You've been out of culinary school for an hour. Like you have no idea yes. what you're talking about. Yeah. And Come listen, to me when you've done 1200 covers in a night and you're literally bone ass tired and you got to wake back up and do brunch in the morning and then do dude, another $15,000 and then find out and then have time to do inventory and then go and like maybe do some prep. Maybe. Not only that, not only that, you know what the biggest thing that uh, becoming a chef, like, um, you know, the biggest thing that it taught me is how to work with people. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And I think what's really important, and I just want everybody like, look, we're not, no, nobody's gatekeeping it over here, okay? We're just keeping it real. <laughs> yeah, no, so, no, no, no. So what's, what's really important is like everybody has their different path on their different culinary path. But what I can strongly urge you to do is your work experience is the most important thing that you can imagine. Think about this. I think it would be, I would argue that it's better to get your foot in the door in a chef-driven concept, right, if that's the route you want to go, so you can mm-hmm. learn. Don't go, do not, I think externships, I think uh, unpaid externships oh. and stages are stupid. I think they're stupid. stupid. And listen, I've worked in we'll a restaurant. Yeah, I, I, I've worked in enough restaurants where like the stages or the uh, externs, you know, you don't get the job that is a skilled level job and mm-hmm. the yeah. problem is is you just do yourself a do justice by not learning so mm-hmm. what i strongly urge you, if you want to get your foot in the door and start becoming a chef go work in a reputable restaurant or a restaurant group get your foot in the door whether it doesn't matter mm-hmm. what it is it look entry-level position food runner bus boy dishwasher yeah, yeah. something steward you know yeah. something to get your foot in the door show you have you do have the drive to become a chef right mm-hmm. and then the thing is is because if I look at a resume, and Chef Kyle, I'm sure, and Casey, you guys looked at tons of resumes. I have as well. Um, I'm talking like from every single level. And the one thing that I look for is, one, your work experience and if you were promoted in that job within a short amount of time. Yes. That means I Correct. know you've worked. Big, big, like, big plus. And then uh, yeah. I, I'm sorry to cut you off, but no, one to add on was how long you stayed somewhere. Like if yeah. you yeah, yeah, jump yeah. ship every 30 days, like I'm not going to hire you because I don't think you're going to be that good. And I I was explaining to Casey, it's really easy in the industry for somebody who has been in the business for a long time to to know when an FAC is present. And an FAC, when you when you hear that term, is called a fake ass chef. When you hear when you see that guy, you automatically know go go. That's a no go. He has no idea what he's gonna he's talking about. It's all made up to the point where he's just. This yeah. is your go home. So I don't want you here because you're a liability. <laughs> yeah, you know what? That's that's a good. You know what? That's a great point. And you know, we see them on the internet too, man. I'm not gonna lie. Right? Yeah, yeah. Listen, just my because favorite. you put, yo, my G. Look, look. I, I feel really bad because this one, this one girl, um, you know, she has good content and like she's teaching like basic techniques and stuff. But like, and I'm not gonna put her on blast. But like, she's calling herself a chef. Yeah. And just from the outside looking in, oh, I know. I she's know. Not a chef. You know who I'm talking about. Oh, hey, I know. I know she's oh, not I a know. chef. Is it somebody like that's been on a lot of your videos that have like talked or what? No, 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 no. I oh, think no. we don't even know each other. But what oh, I'm saying okay. is from the outside looking in and the reason why and you guys will laugh is because, uh, you know, she said, you know, like, listen, it's a gray area. But like, do not call yourself a chef if you have if you have not put in the work or if you have not put in the work of running an actual kitchen. Like, yeah. you know what I'm saying? Like, listen, I'm, I'm sorry to say, but like. I knew exactly just by looking at her profile, looking at her pictures and her, you know, her, you know, like you could just tell, you could just tell yeah. like a chef does not cut carrots like that. You yeah. know who cuts carrots like that? A culinary student, mm-hmm. you know, like, no, we don't do this. There's some things in culinary school I think should just be erased from the fucking curriculum. You know what I'm saying? <sighs> yeah. Oh, but 100%. Anyway. Please yeah. don't even yeah. get me like, started on that. I'm not even going to so, interrupt you, but like, so this yeah. is, so <laughs> this is, the, this is the golden dagger. So I'm like, okay, she's a chef. Okay. Let me click on her profile. Then I go to her business page and guess what? She's on the front wearing her CIA gold medal. Yeah. 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 What a CIA. Oh my yeah. God. Yes. So, you know, Hey dog, I can't explain this enough yes. to everybody out there. I don't give a fuck who you are. Excuse my language, but fuck it. <laughs> 
Listen, just because you graduate culinary school, that does not make you a motherfucking chef. Okay, hundred percent. I don't give a shit. Let me what tell you what he has to say. Run a seven million dollar operation and come Yo. up with a profit. If you yeah. don't do that shit, you ain't got nothing to say. I got yeah. nothing. To say. And I'm not trying to be nasty. I'm just trying to keep it real because it, I think one hundred percent. I think what's really <laughs> important no, to know. Yeah. Listen, I think what's really important to know is like, like the real ones know you will mm. be exposed yeah. okay you got motherfuckers like me you got motherfuckers like casey and like listen i am not opposed i am not opposed to somebody sharing their twist on a recipe i am not opposed nope. to somebody doing what like hey this is how i make my club sandwich but when you hop on the internet and you start to gain a following and then young culinarians trust in that you are teaching them right technique or techniques that are going to transfer to their workplace you better yeah. have the fucking credentials to back it up. That's all I got. 100%. To, to me, you that's got, like, like literally being an auto mechanic and going, I don't know how to fix cars. Like, yeah. Yeah. Or like, so here, that's a good example. And let me, let me say, and Casey, I, I need you to talk because I always, I'm, I always talk over Casey, man. I feel bad. You're good. He, he, he you don't care. Good. He doesn't care. He's like, I feel like, salty enough on TikTok. <laughs> yeah. I feel like, I feel like, I, I, I don't know. I just feel like I just, I don't know, man. It just makes me feel weird. But You're okay. good, bro. Yeah, I know, I know, I know, I know, I know you don't care about it, but okay, um, it's just like this, like, if I teach my son, or if I teach my son how to change a light bulb, that does not make me an mm. electrician, okay? Yes. Just because I can unclog a toilet, and, you know, uh, you know, change a toilet, or matter of fact, you know, literally, like, change the guts of a toilet, that doesn't make me a certified plumber, do you know what I'm saying? No. It's the same thing with being a chef. <laughs> no. And it's just, it's funny, it's funny, because I'm looking at some of these comments, and she's not responding how, like, an a chef would respond. Do you know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. And here's the thing. This is what this is what really bothers me. Is now today in today's restaurant world, like listen man, we're not we might incorporate some of these knife cuts that we've learned traditionally, but mm -hmm. let's be honest, fellas. Let's we're be not. honest. Let's be honest, dude. Some of the shit does yeah. not what you learn in culinary school does not transfer to every fucking restaurant. It, you know what? You know mm -hmm. what does? What that chef says. How mm -hmm. he does. Exactly. I, I, Oh, I had a chef. I had a God. chef tell me. He's like, listen, listen. I went to when I when I went to Cafe Balut. Okay, he said, hey, cool. Did you just get out of culinary school? I was like, well, actually, no. I'm doing my pastry degree now. He's like, great. Everything you learn there, keep it the fuck there. When you come in this restaurant, <laughs> you do what we say. And I'm like, yes, <laughs> chef. And he was yes. fucking right. But see, and there was the yes. right response. So, Not yeah. Oh, let correct. me let me yeah. subjugate no, 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 about no. it. Yes, no. chef. I'm here to learn. I'm said, ready. Let's go. Yeah, and I was like, listen, I'm a savory, I'm a savory chef at heart, but I'm just doing pastry school, so I'm well rounded. Get this, and I hate to put him on blast, but my culin my pastry chef at culinary school didn't know how to do macarons. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> yeah. Oh wow. So I'm like, hey, chef, I'm just trying to learn how to do this because I want to impress the pastry chef at work. You know what I did? I at work, I was like, hey, chef. And he was super French, man. Like, dude, this kid, mm. this guy did not fuck around. This friend, I, I, I can't find him nowadays. Well, yeah, but I've worked for some was, French guys, man. Like, he oof. was so, listen, listen. And I'm just the type of guy, I'm like extroverted. But he literally put a blue, blue piece of tape all the way across the kitchen, separating pastry from savory. Do you oh, know what man. I'm That's how legit <laughs> he was. That's how legit he was. And I'm, wow. like, and I'm like, I'm like, chef, I know you're busy. Can you? Can I just watch you make mac macarons next time? I said macaroons, and he corrected me. Fucking an American, blah blah blah, feast yeah. it beat. Like, and I'm like, hey, yeah. chef, listen, I'm I have no idea about pastry. I just want to learn. I'll do whatever you. I'll do whatever you say. I'll tell you what. I was like, you just asked me to do anything. I'll peel citrus. It doesn't matter. I will, you know, mm. tip for tat. And he's mm -hmm. like, okay, well, guess what? You know what? I wasn't doing right. I wasn't letting him sit out. Uh, uh, so basically, with with macarons, you pipe them onto the tray, then you let them sit out right. for yeah. thirty to sixty minutes, so they develop a shell on top then you mm -hmm. put them in the oven they puff up right okay i wasn't right. doing that i was going i was going straight into the oven and nobody had an explanation for me there wasn't youtube back in the day but mm. it just goes to show you that some things you learn at the restaurant mm -hmm. you know what i'm saying yeah mm -hmm. that don't transfer from culinary school and i and i just urge everybody like and that's why like i'm i'm and i'm, I'm gonna end with this and we can move on to another topic the video <laughs> that i sent you casey because yeah. uh, I think this has kind of put um, things in perspective for me. I, I watched this kid's video just to give you guys, uh, everybody, a, a hindsight. I don't know if you guys watched it, but you know he's paid, he was 17 years old, went to Culinary Student America, came out $140,000 in debt, and it completely fucked him. Screwed, yeah. up his, screwed up his 20s. Now, here's the thing. 
I'll play devil's avocado here. I don't know if he was a shitty cook or not, or if it was too tough for him. You know what I'm saying? That's a, that's mm. also another thing. I've seen cooks just crumble, right? They yeah. they watch the f- they watch the Food Network. They're like, oh, I want to go to culinary school. I want to be a chef. You know what I tell yeah. people? I'm like, go work in a restaurant first. Go work in a restaurant. See if you like it, right? Because you might not make it. I've seen h- literally hundreds thousands, of cooks, thousands mm. of people. Seriously, when I worked at Alinea, man, it was crazy how they these cooks came in. Just I mean, they were just fucking. What was your turnover bad. there? If you don't mind me oh. asking. What? Like, dude, but the problem is there was a line out the door of people coming oh, in. So you know like, what I'm saying? It was not a problem. It, it, yeah, yeah, it didn't no, matter. No, you have people no, all got... over the world coming to work there. And the thing is, is like, but the problem is, is I'll agree that the management style was just horrible, man. And it's because these, mm. and I really wish I would have known what I know now, but like I went to Alinea as a sous chef. You know what I'm saying? I was a sous chef at Oriel, Mandalay Bay. Okay, $12 million oh, okay. annual revenue. Worked. I thought you worked at Oriel in DC. That's where I thought you, that's when I, I sent you that oh. video. Because I, I thought you Chicago? worked there. Yeah. And I was like, oh, you worked no. at Oriel in Mandalay. Never or, mind. That's Yeah, why. Mandalay Bay. So, so I went, I was like, chef, I got to go. I got to do this, man. I've, want, I've been wanting to work here for my whole career. And uh, I'm going to go do it. So mm. I went to Chicago, started out as a as a cook. Thank God it wasn't a Comey, but usually started as a Comey. But yeah. what I'm saying is, is after I, um, after I was like, you know, ha- I had some stages and I was the only one that was nice to him. Because the thing is, is like, when you put a, a young a, a, a line cook into a sous chef managerial position, you know, they just lose their temper too much. They don't know how to handle Correct. people. They fucking lose their yeah. mind, dude. And mm-hmm. like, that's what was happening, man. I, I remember the um, the executive chef coming to one of the sous chefs, and I'm not going to put him on blast because I love him, but, um, you know, he's like, hey, you know what I want for my birthday? I want you to make me an omelet. The sous chef nice. at Alinea 3 Michelin star could not make a fucking omelet, bro. <laughs> Couldn't make an omelet. Get, hear me. Hear me out. Three Michelin yeah, yeah, star yeah. sous chef could not make an omelet. <laughs> yeah, and that's, that's I was bad. flabbergasted, bro. But I mean, this guy, but it let's be honest, this is. guy only, he, he only worked at Alinea. He didn't work anywhere else. And I'm like, chef, I mean, I'm not trying to, I can make this. <laughs> like, yes, really. I didn't want to put let, me, let me do this like, for you real quick. I'm, I'm like, hey, uh, I, I can make this. He's like, you know how to make a French omelet? And I'm like, uh, yeah. <laughs> I yeah. worked fucking <laughs> breakfast. You know what I'm saying? And I learned brunch and I'm like, dude, I, I can make you any omelet you want. You know yeah. what I'm saying? I can even do the egg white omelet with no spray, no oil. I, I, oh. You know, you yeah. know, when you're at a station and they're like, hey, can I get an egg white omelet with no oil, no spray? Oh, and I'm like, okay, but, uh, sure. Don't I'm bring using back water. Nightmares of hotel and casino days, <laughs> yeah. please. Yeah, it's, 1400 yeah, like, okay, deep like, in the. Can I have an egg white omelet? No oil, no yeah, salt, yeah, barely toasted, and then put on a yeah. separate plate and make sure the plate is hot, please. With yeah. a side of no, no, no. Nice. Listen, I don't mind, but I keep it real. I remember saying, like, okay, listen, either you're going to want the egg to stick and it's going to be a semi scrambled, or I'll use water, right? Because if you use a little bit of water, you make the eggs coagulate and you can use steam right. to release from the pan. But I, but it was funny because, like, I, I remember making this omelet and then everybody's looking at me. And then he was like, he didn't want to, like, just admit the fact that he couldn't make a fucking French omelet. Like, just, <laughs> just admit it, bro. It's fine. It's fine. And it's funny because I'm over there. I make it, dude. Hey, it was perfect. Nice and creamy mm-hmm. in the center, and uh, yeah, and it was just funny because uh, yeah, I was just like, "Damn, okay, well, that's where we're at." But anyway, <laughs> needless to say, that's why I think I swear I'm gonna close with this for my new YouTube uh, plan and sh- strategy. I want to literally take a culinary book, like the Professional Chef. I don't know where I put it uh, from CIA, and I want to skim mm. through it, take out all the important parts that I think are applicable in 2022. What do you guys think about mm-hmm. that? Yeah, I, I, I think would that's totally good. Be down could, to help with that at series, all, you know, like, create a series. Like I think I will not lie. I'm talking like food and sanitation. Yes, and I think product identification is mm-hmm. way better than the fucking knife cuts. Uh-huh. Like, oh yeah, 100. Like, I mean, nobody is nobody's basic, doing a tornado. Yeah, yeah, like the basic knowledge. So basically, that's what I'm going to do, and I'm not going to lie about it. Oh, like, tornadoes! It's horrible that somebody charges that that culinary schools charge for this month, but but you come out of culinary school and you're a cook, dude. You're not yeah. a chef. No, man, got me heated you, up. Anyway, you need to you need to take your licks. That's the biggest thing about a chef. Yeah. So yeah. Anyway, uh, everybody I, follow me on YouTube. Stop playing. <laughs> yeah. No, I'm I'm down. I'm totally down to help with that if it, uh, if you need anything. So. Yeah, I think I think that um, would be that. So I literally want to take my two culinary books that I that I saw that I have. The Florida Culinary Institute, CIA, and I'm going to skim through it, and I'm going to make a series absolutely free, and I'm going to say, hey, this is what this is what you need to know from culinary school. This is what yeah. you need to know from mm. the CIA. I'm looking at this book. I'm a professional chef, 20 years. This is going to be my series until CIA comes after me, right? You want the best of the best? Well, I'm going <laughs> to exactly. go after me. No, and I would do the same thing with Johnson and Wales. You, yeah. Like yeah. the only the yeah. only good chef that I and I mean this, the only good chef that I really think that came out of Johnson and Wales that's been super successful. 
is Tyler Florence. And Tyler Florence is a G. Like he yeah. he keeps it down. Oh, like did he, he go to Johnson Wells? His restaurants. Most people don't know that. That guy still goes to his restaurants and still works a shift. He still okay. goes out of his way to make sure that like he's yeah. still seen in the in the business. I can't say that for many guys that have a lot of like Michelins. I don't yeah. think you're gonna go see Daniel Balud go work an entire shift right now. Yeah, falls deep. I, I mean, he, he, I, not to be any offense, I, Daniel yeah. is like you know he's a king. Yeah, you but know you're right. You're 100 right. TK Daniel Balud. Um, you know, all of them, oh. even Charlie, Charlie Palmer. Listen, all mm-hmm. of these chefs now are, are fading out and that we're the next generation of chefs. Right. And that's yeah. what I want to be what, part of. That's what I want to be yeah. part of is, is my mission in this, in this industry is to help inform guys coming up and going, cause I got mistreated, you know, like I, like, yeah. I grew up rough, yeah. you know, like I got pants thrown at me, you know, like there's yeah. plenty of stories of like how Dude. things got handled, yeah. you know, like, and you know, I, I, lived the, I lived the chef lifestyle. I did, you know, I, yeah. I was young, dumb and, you know, ready to yeah. cook and, and throw my body at it. You know, like that was what it was about, you know? Yeah, bro. And then sprinkle drugs and alcohol in between oh, that. You know, one, and mental and mental dis, you know. Yeah. You know, it's like, I remember. That's a whole other thing too. Yeah. It's so funny because I remember one of the sous chefs at uh, Cafe Blue absolutely just fucking losing his mind on something, right? My glaze mm-hmm. broke in my sauce <clears throat> and I'm stirring it up and I was about to fix it. He didn't give me a chance. He just started screaming, right? Mm-hmm. And then I remember we played it up, put it in the window and I'm like, chef, listen, I respect you. You respect me. I'm like, you can just ask me to do whatever you want. Right. I'll do it. It's not like yeah. I'm going to argue with you, but you know, mm-hmm. there's no reason to scream at me when I'm right, right. next to you. And yeah. I remember him yeah. looking at me. Like, because this was like, this was like chef code aside, mm-hmm. man to man. Like, if you do this yeah. again, we're going to fucking go outside. Like, yeah. because it, 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 <laughs> That's it, how you it handle un- things. It, it would be and, uncalled yeah. for. Yeah. And then, and then yeah. it's funny because I felt really good about it. This guy was, you know, in his late forties, he drove, he drove an electrical bike to work because he had a DUI. Yeah. Nice. And then when, one time when he was outside smoking a cigarette, I caught him. You mm-hmm. know what I'm saying? And I said, Hey, listen, I'm not going to lie. And I shut the door and it's a locked door. It's one of the doors that's locked automatically. I'm like, it's me and mm. you now. I'm like, listen, I want you to have that same energy. I'm like, chef, listen, I know I'm just a cook, but I'm like, the way you treat me is fucking ridiculous. And I'm like, I don't yes. speak to you like that, but I'm like, listen, if you want to throw hands, because that's what it sounds like, I am here right now. Yeah. And then it like, and then he like just backed up and was like, hey man, nah, you know, and I'm like, no, I'm like, you, you, you were real tough. Yeah, when when, when people are around, ago, you're real tough on that yeah. line, and I'm like, listen, we can do this right the fuck now because you don't know where I'm from. You don't know me, man. <laughs> no, but at Bro, the same you don't time, know me. you know, like yeah, and, and but there was it was so funny. Chefs, yeah, there were chefs though that you looked up to. Like I knew, like growing yeah. up, there were guys that were like assholes, and then there were guys that I like really wanted to inspire to be. Like I don't know, like yeah. for you, like I had three guys that I like literally looked up to growing up. One was Alain Passard. Like yeah. in France, probably one of the most G chefs ever. I mean, how do you go from a full on meat restaurant to a full vegetable restaurant? Like, and still mm-hmm. maintain a Michelin? You got my vote. And then uh, Jacques Papin. I mean, I'm so jealous of uh, Brandon, of uh, or Brandon, right? Uh, pizzas. How he's like oh. a friend with Jacques. I'm like, oh, yeah, you yeah, just yeah. casually got to cook with Jacques Papin, like the yeah. baller of all PBS. Like, I used to watch PBS just for that. And watch him yeah, go with a nonstick pan and a metal fork and make omelets. <laughs> just yeah. laugh. I know. It's go. so funny. I had to bring that up, man. Because, you know, my boss does that, too. Wolfgang Puck, my, uh, back in the day, he would do that same shit, dude, with the with the fork. And I'm like, bro. That's old school. Now, that's old <laughs> school. He just yeah, fucked up the pan. When you just don't give a fuck, you're just like, I don't yeah. even care that thing costs 15 bucks. It's part of the cost, dude. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that's funny. I'm so glad. That's so funny you mentioned that because I remember uh, my omelet video. I'm like, listen, everybody does shit different. You know what I'm saying? I'm like, listen, let's be honest. Jacques Pepin takes a fork to a straight to a Teflon. Do I agree with that? No. But is he going to do it? Yes. Yep. He can do whatever he wants. Yeah. Uh, okay. <laughs> yeah. Why? Okay. Question. Why are you getting so much crap on your omelet? I don't understand. It's like, it's, it's just. It's your preference in how to fucking serve an omelet. I yeah. eat shit raw. You know this, Brandon. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Kyle, I don't know you see yeah, me I've fucking do this. I, I know you do. I, I mean, well, I, I eat, eat okay, let me, every so often. I eat raw meat all, yeah, all the time. Like, I don't care. Let's put things in perspective. If you're a chef, if you're a professionally trained chef that has ran or worked breakfast, you know just as well as I know eggs. Everybody likes their eggs differently. Mm-hmm. So yeah. it's funny because those that soft scramble that I posted, the comment section was absolutely ridiculous, dude. Like, it was so funny because I'm thinking in my head like, yeah, okay. But you know what? I had to clarify a little bit. But 
I'll be honest, man. Like, I am not like if my five year old kid asked me for scrambled eggs. No, I'm not going to give him the soft scrambled. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm going to make him hard scrambled. But the thing is, is if his chef, like Wolfgang Puck, and that was what this video is for, asked me for a shot, mm-hmm. soft scramble or asked me for a scrambled eggs, perfect scrambled eggs. That's, that's exactly the way. And I'm going to make sure it's nice and custardy and beautiful. And the texture on those eggs is beautiful. Now, if you want it a little bit more country style, then you leave bigger curds. Same thing with an mm-hmm. omelet. Like, there's so many different nuances mm-hmm. to making eggs that I think it's funny because it's kind of like, listen. I hate working breakfast because everybody likes their eggs. Yeah, I like it. I think breakfast yeah. is fun. Like, I yeah, think so, it, it can be really, really fun, and you can be really super creative. Like, yeah. I think brunch should be like a, a thing more. Like, I really yeah, do. When, yeah. Like, Only when you sandbag everything, dude. You have to like, yo. But the thing honestly, is, like, like, I've I've worked for some pretty cool places, man. That where we we've banged out. It's more about the labor, where like the yeah. product was really was really special, but it was also about having enough people there. And that was yeah. very important mm. to making a smooth operation. I think that's a big yeah. thing with owners now is that they need to understand that not necessarily having the skeleton crew works all the time. Like that doesn't work. Like yeah. you need to yeah. listen to chefs and you need to listen to their advice because they're trying to make your business better. I'm very fortunate at the estate that I work at right now that these guys, uh, David and Elaine are super, super oh. like responsive. Yeah. You know what? Let me, let me ask you about that. So the estate that you work at, um, mm-hmm. Is it like a full staff or is it just? Yeah. yeah. So we have, uh, I, we have like a full service team. Um, I right now have five guys on staff um, and we just kind of rotate. Um, we're building another, like uh, another section going on. So we're, we're approved for a bunch of stuff, but mostly we yeah. do private events, weddings, kind of everything. And then we also like grow all this stuff on the property too and have a yeah. separate farm. So does yeah. do you have a gardening crew? So it's, like uh, a private estate, right? it's actually the owner and her daughter. They oh, just are she, okay. they're like, she's intense. She's awesome. She, nicest yeah. lady, but she gets out on that, uh, Kaboto and just starts digging, yeah. man. Like all that garden, all those planters that she did in that video I just posted, that's all them. Like they're, yeah. they wow. bring it to you, right? Huh? That's dope. They bring yeah. it to you. They bring you all the stuff. Oh yeah. They all just those, like yeah. drop off little stuff. Like they were just growing kohlrabi, like for, you know, whatever. And I like literally yeah. had like 40 heads of kohlrabi to just screw around with. Nice. You should have, you should preserve some, you should preserve I, it. I, I've been, I've made pickles. I made yeah. like, I made a, um, I'm going to try to make a, like a, so there's, I'm really into old school recipes, super old school, like preserving. I yeah. love Magnus mm-hmm. Nielsen. I love Renee. Yes. Yeah. You know, and then, uh, yeah, I was going to say lacto fermented kohlrabi is one of the best things amazing. I've ever put in. So yeah. Perfect. So perfect. Yeah. And AKA just, you know, lacto fermented, fermented vegetables that have sat like, like, let's be honest, like, and and (laughs) did the old way. There was somebody that was like, Hey, let's put this in this. And like, let's see how long it'll go for. And then I'll eat it. Like, that's what makes me like go off as a chef is like, man, these are so many cool things that like you learn from history. Like Mm, people survived off this. And now we like take it for granted. Like, hell yeah, man. That's exciting. So, um, so is it a personal residence as well? Uh, they live well they used to be and then they basically are starting to consider turning it into a hotel and then they live off property on the farm so they have like another like i think it's like a 20 acre farm with avocados and citrus and olives so that's where i'm going to send you guys some of that olive oil and um did they so let me ask you something do you cook for them too breakfast lunch dinner or no 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 they they're just they're just chilling man they're just (laughs) they're doing their thing so you don't have any you don't have any guests in the estate or nope. you just like it? Yeah, they just do private events right now. COVID kind of like screwed okay. everything up. So like it's yeah. been we're, and Riverside County is like weird, man. Like to be really honest, yeah. I live in a very weird county like gotcha. uh, Riverside County really yeah. doesn't accept uh, the California Department of um, like they have their own Department of Health. So like we uh-huh. have to run off Riverside County's rules. We don't run off of the rest of the state. So oh, like, wow. Yeah, like it's, it's a it's a weird process. But Riverside County has been OK, so we, you know, like. It's it, I lo- I love San Diego County. Shout out to all my yeah. boys down in San Diego. Like, yeah, I'm the be- like that's an up Dude. and coming. I I hope everybody comes to San Diego and really gets to experience. Dude, San Diego is awesome yeah san diego is awesome yeah. i would argue that some some of the tacos there are kind of better than la oh dude oh dude but the, yeah so we so me and you kind of have the same we kind of have the same thing so the thing is is i'm an exec chef out here it was for a tech company who owns the estate and they private events but like i'm talking like three course fucking super soigne like yeah 
But same Ooh. thing, COVID destroyed everything. Tech company up and left. So I'm kind of like left, like just hanging and just mm-hmm. dealing with like two or three people a day. It's crazy. Yeah, but, we um, do. Yeah. The we thing do like is, four is weddings that, a week. We do like four weddings oh, a week. You yeah, know, that's cool. Hundred, yeah, hundred is like two hundred people. It's very like low key. My guys work yeah. real stable hours. It's it's good. That's you know? awesome. Yeah, I can't say the same about my hours. My hours, I'm playing a lot of hats right now because of the COVID mm-hmm. bullshit. Like, oh my God, it's ridiculous, dude. Yeah. But at the same time, like, you know, it is what it is. But I will argue that my favorite thing is, is it's not for profit, right? Yeah. And, mm. and I don't know about you, but I have like my, I don't have any budgetary restraints, you know? Yeah, I have to get approval, but like, dude, it's amazing. Yeah. It's amazing. I haven't, I haven't foreseen anything that they've been very receptive and they've listened to yeah. what I've had to say. Cause when, when I first got hired, you know, they asked me about like, you know, the, the shipping, that's something I want to talk about is like, you know, if rising food costs, California and the pork, the pork lot, like people have said to me on, on your guys's live, Oh, I don't see it yet. And it's like, yeah, dude. it takes six months for that to hit its point. I got, yeah. I just got off the phone last night with my rep shout out to us foods uh tim uh delinick he literally gave me the estimated from the pork factories it could be up to almost a 47 percent increase in pork we're talking that could be more than a steak yeah, yeah. like that's insane that's to talk about I, I i was doing numbers the other day i mean that could be like a 80 dollar dish yeah like mm-hmm. mashed potatoes yeah. and like spinach with a Pork to shop? make profit, to make profit on a pork, like I don't people, I don't think people understand the um, the 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 stark uh, difference between the meat, um, the the beef and the pork, because like beef, obviously you'll pay the fucking prime yeah. price for that. But for pork to get to that level, I've especially what where you guys awful. are at. Uh, yeah, insane, I think yeah. that's why, you know, like, and I'm not going to lie, we kind of have an advantage over here. Like, you know, we get, I get so many things from uh, local farmers that, you know, it's direct to consumer, whereas yeah. things that have to come in or imported have to cross state lines. Yeah, it's going to yeah. cost. Like, listen, I, I remember it was like $4 a pound for onions the other day, and I was laughing because I'm like, dude, onions are like 69 cents a pound. Wow. Oh, geez. dude, it was awful. Well, and, and I, I have to ask, so you have a lot more access to like bigger farms out there, right? Like, because yeah. out here, yeah. Southern California, it's, I mean, it's okay, but they're like, you should, small. you should go to Chino Farms. You should go to Chino Farms. Chino okay. Farms. Okay. Chino Farms is the best out there. Okay. Yeah. Cause like, I, so, I usually go to like, if, if I need to get like a specialty product, I usually go to like specialty produce or like something that nah, I really bro, don't. Yeah. So I'm going to tell you right now, Girl and Doug is a farm you need to go to. And okay. then uh, Chino Farms, okay. two farms out there that are just that you, you don't need anything else. I don't know about proteins though, but I mean, let's be honest. You're so close to Mexico, bro. Come yeah, on. dude. I no, And, and you know, the fact that like I have, I, I have my produce company, you know, that I deal with right now in Guardia brothers is awesome. Like I okay. get whatever. I'm very familiar with them. Dude, they are such a good company and they're so underrated. Like yeah. everyone wants to go with like mainstream mm. guys and like, yeah. you know, like I, I'm very fortunate that the reps that I've had over my career, this is something that I think young culinarians need to understand too. You need to get familiar with your reps and who you like yes. working with. Because yep. those guys are the ones that are going to watch watch your back and look at the look at the market and go, dude, you need to buy right now. You need to buy right now. And those mm-hmm. are things that comes over time. And it, it takes a certain kind of chef to understand the whole entire thing. And that yeah. is – you just you you can't that. find that. It's so hard to find right now. There's very know, few so of us. Yeah, it's so funny because uh, um, – Sushi Cho is in Las Vegas right now, and I'm watching yep. him set up this restaurant. And he's asking me, like, you know, for a truffle purveyors and stuff. But I haven't been in Vegas for so long, man. It's like, yeah, dude. But like yeah. in Vegas, the thing is, is you want to build really solid relationships. You know, yeah. the thing is, is like I agree with you 100. percent There's some reps that I that I continue to work with this day. Yeah, um, I worked at Harris, so I yeah, no, like I know I worked for Caesars Entertainment, so I know exactly. Yeah. Like, <laughs> yeah. I know the ins and outs, man. Hell yeah, man! Supreme Lobster, shit. <sighs> you know Supreme Lobster. Yeah, Supreme Lobster must be nice. Dude, must crazy. be nice to live in the West Coast. Yeah, that, you know that is another thing is just we're very fortunate out here. The produce is amazing, yeah. and I and then me having a personal farm, like my avocados yeah. are ridiculous. Like I just yeah, had a we had a big windstorm. I don't know if you had it up there. No. It just my Meyer uh, lemon trees. Now. Like yeah. rows of Meyer lemons. Dude, Meyer lemons are my favorite, dude. I man, I still Dude, have I wish I, okay, like I'll see if I can send you. Dude, I have like a literal metric ton of them. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So you need to you need to get pro, you need to get to processing some of at least some of those. Oh, we're going to start we're making juice and stuff, but I mean like still like it's ridiculous. Yeah. Like the amount yeah, of oranges much, right? and yeah. just stuff we get is ridiculous. 
Yeah. You almost need to set up a bake shop and like, you know, cause like I had the same issue. Like the thing is, is once citrus starts going, it starts going, bro. Yeah. It's going. No, yeah. Right. You have little to use food it. for thought. Did you know you can get any types of citrus on any tree? I didn't know this, but I remember going to a farm and you had Meyer lemons and limes by, um, on the same motherfucking by tree. Splicing. Yeah. I I've what heard it's about that splicing. I've, I've heard that's it's, like a new thing now. It's crazy. It's crazy. And then, so, cause, so I'm like, Hey, I'm like, I'm looking for some Meyer lemons. It's like, okay, cool. Do you want some oranges too? I'm like, what do you mean? Wait, hold on. This is on the same tree. What the fuck? Like, <laughs> I didn't understand it. I didn't understand it. But anyway, that, yeah. you know, what I also like that I love about uh, California is the, um, the sumo, the sumo tangerines. I love them. Oh, alarm. Yeah. Time to wake up. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's, uh, you know, people, on the other line. everyone's texting me going, Oh, Hey, what's going on? You need to like order or whatever. You know, yeah. I have reminders for different times because it's all the, you know, yeah. all the different drops now for like us and all these guys. Yeah. Hell yeah. And yes, I am a star Wars fan. If anybody like heard that. So. <laughs> what else we got to cover, man? I know we got to wrap it up here pretty soon, but what else? We yeah. Cover, um, I just, I, I don't know. I just wanted to like uh TikToker chefs that you're really, you know, looking after mine and Jacoby cooks. Have you seen that guy? Super uh, legit. Cooks. I know. You know what? Super I legit. I think I follow, I think we follow each other, but I really haven't like dove into his content. I think he was, he, he was, he was kind of giving me like sad poppy vibes, you know? Yeah, he's he's very on that same, but dude, super 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 talented. I I feel like the guys that are are kind of playing it like how Cho did, and I'm not trying to like like Cho very like mysterious. Like he's not like you don't know the full story, but you know enough by what he's doing, and you're like, oh, like I get him as a chef. Like very contemporary, very like like he does stuff that just makes sense. Like products that you'd want to see as a chef and go like that's how a chicken stock's supposed to be made yeah that's how an egg's supposed to be cooked it's nice to go on to like guys like your pages where i see stuff as a chef this is just from my perception is going that's what i want to like what i want things to look like i want yeah. things to be that kind of way you know and i, I take things from your playing technique brandon you're Dude. probably one of the few people that i know right now that have a very abstract way of plating yeah in, in, yeah, in the I, best I sense in the best yeah. sense because there are people that can plate but they don't make sense of things and i'm a big sure. person on like how things are presented and like colors and like how you know like and it takes a real another chef to realize like how things look casey yeah. all the photos that you send me ridiculous quality like yeah, ridiculous you know I'm, gonna, I'm gonna do a plating series right now i'm kind of like dude man i, I hate to say it and i'm like kind of bite my you're just to too busy it. bro Right, no, right now I'm in the air fryer nightmare. I oh, dude, the air fryer. Shit. I don't even have one. I don't even have an air fryer. So so the thing is, I'm not going to lie. Love I don't it. know if you guys know, but on my air fryer series, I'm like, listen, I'm a chef, right? So I don't believe in air fryers. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. I think it's stupid if you have a convection oven, right? But here's the thing. I also believe in don't knock it till you try it, right? So I'm doing this air fryer series, first video, fucking 750K views. Like, Of course. Absolutely. I told you. I'm trying I'm to get to like, a thousand followers. <laughs> I, well, I, I just don't worry. You'll get there. It's you, but you have to understand. I put in so much work. Like, oh, dude, I, mean, I know, and that's why like it's just like hours. it's crazy when I hear these numbers. I'm like, <sighs> listen, let's let's put things in perspective. I posted over 40 good quality. No, sorry, 30, 33 good quality videos on TikTok just in the month of January. Yeah, good, like solid videos. Like, uh, but you know, I outsource my editing, and like we have a fucking we have like a circle of just content it's like a content machine now right where i every time i film like i'm gonna film right after we get off here i gotta i gotta block from 10 to 2 i film you know five five to eight things send it out to get edited and then it comes back so what i make today will be posted next week we have this system right but i think the thing is is like there's a there's so many there's so many things i want to do as a chef and like i want to stay sharp but it's just hilarious to me how like i'll do these dope ass granda techniques you know and uh, and it's just like you know yeah. they'll get like twenty thirty k views, but people realize like I try to tell I try to tell Grounded this like hey listen American chefs or American people don't want to they're not gonna make this shit man you know that's Correct. why I don't that's why I don't have I have a profile on the app now but it's not worth it for me to yeah. do it because it's like yeah you know but here's the thing then I I put an, I put a piece of salmon in the air fryer and it's the video just goes absolutely crazy you know what I'm saying. Mm-hmm. And it's really funny, but I think Salmon. people genuinely enjoy me breaking down these techniques of things that I've learned and where to get the American product from. You yeah. know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like I just posted this uh, this little cupcake video that I saw that it's really it – actually, it's so easy to make. I can't believe I never thought of this. But you know, it's those little uh, potato sheets, those potato yeah. starch sheets yep. that are edible. Yep. And uh, you can actually make this too with just potato starch and water. You just dehydrate it. But like 
um, these little oblate uh, sheets are, you can get them off Amazon. They're cheap. They're like $7. Yeah. <laughs> for a chef, it's really cool. And then I don't know if you guys saw way back where I made that maple sugar, you know, which also was another video yeah. that kind of popped up. Really like, uh, made a powder. I, I used, so I used the maple sugar to, you, you know, make a caramelized cupcake. And they did the same thing on, uh, in Spain. And I thought this was such a cool technique. Like if I was a chef in a restaurant, I'd definitely use this on pastry or as a, a pre-dessert, you know, to put something dry in there. I thought it was really, I thought it was really cool. Yeah. But, uh, I mean, yeah. Do you guys mind if I, uh, give a few shout outs to a couple no, of the chefs please, like please. locally? Yeah, I mean, ahead. these guys are, these are the guys that I really like. I want people to go meet and I hope that any of the viewers, like if you're in San Diego area, you can DM me, yeah. you can hit me up, follow me on, on Instagram, follow me on, on, uh, on TikTok, And I'll, you know, I'll definitely recommend these guys. These are some of the best guys in the area that I, I personally think people need to go see more of. And I think that's what all of us want is for more people to be exposed to guys that are willing to go. So, mm-hmm. um, if you're, uh, if you're in Encinitas, Justin Haupt, he's a chef out there, super talented. He's working at beer garden right now. Um, but he's probably going to be doing some other projects coming up. Uh, super talented guy, young and up and comer, a colleague of mine that I'm going to work, hopefully going to be opening up a project together. Nice. Um, nice. and then, um, I already mentioned Zach, at uh, Pelican Hill, um, and then Alex Carbello at Carp Launch. I just did a stint there. Um, super, super talented chef. Um, duck mole tacos. Just that's all I got to say. Duck mole tacos yes. with smoked cotija and pickled red onions. Oh, that sounds incredible. Sounds yeah, like a like, fucking deal. Yeah, we do. We made, uh, dude, I did uh, stuffed squash blossoms there with an en nogada sauce that I learned from my grandma and like amazing. And, uh, and then, out here, um, Jason Baradas or JB, he's over at Altismo Winery. It's a brand new winery, super talented guy. Like I've worked for him. He was my old boss, super talented guy. And he's like running this place basically by himself. Oh. <laughs> and it's like a full fledged winery. Like they're really pulling it out. And, uh, and then if you're in, um, in Denver, uh, Logan Mason, that's another guy that I think Brandon and Casey, you guys should go look at. The guy is mm. going ham. Like, Gets all this wild game. He's doing like bone marrow bread pudding. Do you like, have, a, do you have his IG? Yeah. Can you can you send his IG? Can you um, yeah. send it to us? Uh, yeah, savory savage and uh, and and Chef Logan Mason. I'll I'll send you guys on Instagram. But the guy yeah. is super legit, and he's the mm. executive chef and doing a whole catering program. Dude, the plates that are coming out of that place are phenomenal. Yeah. Like it's it's amazing how the young talent like our pool yeah. has just really pushed well, the industry yeah we need to pave the way man we need to be, we're all part of yeah. this you know and just like i tell yeah. i tell and we need to encourage more chefs to post on social media i know it's hard it was very difficult for me and i got a lot, a lot of more. slack but mm-hmm. at the same time i'm not going back you know what i'm yeah, saying yeah no bro no. the same people that were hating on me on ig listen i remember mm-hmm. saying hey you were the motherfucker you were you i, yeah. I remember telling, i was like yo <laughs> it was you Bitch. Yeah, I'm like now you. Hey, now come on, man. Get the fuck out of yeah. here. But anyway, uh, yeah, because there was this one. Uh, there was this one like uh, sponsored video I did uh, that that uh, did for Granda, and it just they used it as their like commercial. You know what I'm saying? So it just mm-hmm. went super mega viral, but it had so much marketing behind it, and um, so it kind of looks like I'm the leader of this thing, but I'm not. I'm just happy to be working with them, dude. I'd be plugging them all the time, huh, Casey? Tell me to stop, bro. Man. You you are the fucking bro, dude. Listen, Granda is a great app, and I don't give a shit what anybody has to yeah. say. That app is super, super useful. For sure. I am, like I said, I'm an 18 year veteran and I'm learning shit that I'm like, holy shit, I haven't, yeah. I never like, thought of that. Different level. Like, even some of that, <laughs> that baklava that you did. Yeah, that shit. <laughs> dog, dog. I was, look, when they sent me that to do it, I was just like, damn, why didn't I fucking think of this? And listen, I'm not going <laughs> to lie. It's not hard to make, bro. It's really not. Dude, yeah. I couldn't imagine, Chef, how that like I'm I, like I'm a dessert bar with those, like a person yeah. just like filling those to listen. Yeah, listen. you'd win. You'd listen. win. You could sell that for 150 bucks I, a I'm, person. I'm telling you right now. Listen, it took me. I'm not gonna lie. It took me about uh, 13 or 14 of the sheets to get it to puff properly. But once I got the technique, uh, literally, you start with the saute pan. Get it mm-hmm. hot and then put the saute pan in the oven, then drop the puff on it so it actually puffs up. Oh, you're doing – so you're doing uh, – I know what you're doing. You're doing that old uh, brioche technique where if you put a piece of brioche uh, bread down in the hot pan, it'll start to rise half. And then once you put it on top, it'll like do that yeah. big balloon so, thing. So basically same same, same technique. And all. Listen, I was laughing because I'm using Santa Barbara <laughs> – I'm, I'm using Santa Barbara um, – 
pistachios, the ones that come out of San Rebarber, they're really they're of course you are. So of course, Casey, this is, you're talking neon fancy. This dude coming out yes. with Santa Barbara pistachios, like the most expensive ones besides Sicilian. Like, yeah. <laughs> well, I couldn't. I, I, I was got gonna it go in my Sicilian backyard. It's cool. I, I was gonna go Sicilian because Sicilian are really good. They're really dark green. But I'm telling you, I made my own pistachio uh, praline, pretty much. Right? Yeah. Like, and uh, you know, with with pistachio, simple syrup, a little bit of vanilla, and then I made my own like nut butter, but really sweet. Oh man! And I was like, I can't. This is so easy. And then listen, with in the ISI, you make the cream, and then you just. But when you eat it in the moment, it's fucking magical. And if oh, I yeah, was a chef in a restaurant, shit. It, it looked like here's just the thing. Perfect. Hey, tell me how you feel. About, tell me how you guys feel about this. Like I try to tell everybody. Like I don't know why people think that other people are stealing recipes from other people, and I'm just like, dude, it doesn't matter. Like. Here's yeah. the thing. I'll shout out anyway. But if anybody wants to take like something I've made and call it their own, I don't give a fuck. I don't care. Yeah. Like, do whatever you want. Like, dude, I'm not the first person to make macaroni and cheese. You know what I'm saying? Like, it. Like, this yeah. is the thing. It's like, for the uh, for the baklava, uh, the chefs on the other side of Spain, they were excited that I made it. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Like, they were excited that I actually made their dish, and they DM me, dog. I'm talking about the the chefs at Tickets in Barcelona. Like, so I actually oh, have shit. a friend that worked at Tickets, and like, it said that that place is insane. Like yeah. that's a whole nother level of Michelin considering that we're used to like the Michelin out here. I know that you've worked Michelin. I've yeah. staged and did a couple things. I've ran a couple Michelin, like one stars, like yeah. low end, mint, like big gourmand, like let's yeah. be honest, like on the rise to maybe a one. And like, dude, I'm not like, that's a whole nother level. Like when it you is. can go into a kitchen and be like, okay, the kitchen is worth more than the entire building. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yes, but that's but see that's that's and then we we gotta we gotta close. I gotta yeah. I gotta run, but I that's what I want to close out with. This listen, that is my goal, right? My goal is to um you know I, I've had plenty of chances to open a restaurant with investors, but the thing is is I want a silent investor, mm-hmm. and that's just not possible. Like I, I don't want somebody to tell me how to run run the restaurant or cook yeah. the food. Like I'm sorry, I just don't. I'd, I'd rather not make any money. The problem is is I don't have the reputation or the Michelin's background because I've been running restaurants for everybody else, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. And so the thing is is like I remember when I was in Los Angeles and uh, there was a I did a tasting menu for this real estate investor, and he was like he's like your food is so good. If you ever want to break out and open your own restaurant, I'll put three million up to do this. And I'm like, and I'm like, oh deal. I'm like, hey, here here's my number. Let's talk about this later in the week. And thank the Lord, I have a uh, I have an entertainment lawyer in my wheelhouse like he's right. he's like before you sign anything you you send it to me to review and you know this real estate investor was basically he owned this not a strip mall but a, a commercial lot right mm-hmm. and i understand what he was doing he's trying to put a business in there so it can generate revenue then i pay the rent right but it's something that he can bring his clients to to have lunch and you know kind of show off right this is mine mm. and so he was like listen this is going to be your operation you're the chef owner blah 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 and like it's crazy because the my lawyer was like, "Hey, listen, I know that he's painting you a vision and making and using your passion against you, but you are just an employee to him. Mm-hmm. You are, yeah. you're just an employee to him. So if he wants to come in and change it, whatever he wants, you have zero say in right. what. The, and that happens to a lot of chefs. Mm-hmm. Think about Curtis Duffy with Grace. Yeah, and so that's why I just, I, you know, for me, I what I want to do is." build a bunch of small businesses like with passive income and then I want to do pop-up mm. dinners mm. and then but I I only I do not want to do it for profit. I yeah. only want to do it for the best of the best of the best, mm. be able to pay the staff and that's it. Pay for the yeah. produce, pay for the staff, but I want to have the best decked out fucking kitchen on planet Earth. I don't care if there's 10 seats in there. I don't care if there's you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. I want the kitchen I want the kitchen to be the showpiece, right? Mm-hmm. And um, I only want to make enough money to pay the staff a good wage, like a right. solid wage. Like I want yeah. them to be invested. And I also want to give the chefs, the chefs that are with me, a piece of the pie. Yeah. So that way oh, they have options, just as man. much like, oh, percentages. They have, just, like, they have so important. just as much skin in the game as me, right? Like I just want a percentage off the top. Yes, it's my operation, but look, you as the executive chef running it, mm-hmm. you're gonna get, you know, fifteen percent here of equity. Yep. Right. Mm. Because I think that's what's missing. Um, a lot of people don't understand, you know, when you take your shit ass salary and yet you're making this restaurant millions of dollars, it's very, it sucks. That's why I'll never go back. Like, that's why I, I just can't do it. But anyway, listen, this has been a great podcast, man. I yeah, fucking love thank this you guys. Shit. I really this appreciate it, man. Right. It's like, it's like, it's like chilling with the homies, man. You know I know. Right. It's always cool. I mean, it's exactly always cool to be the chefs and like talk about all the stuff in the industry. It really is. Yeah. Go ahead, Casey. Take us out, man. Sorry. I talked too much. That's <laughs> me too, dude. Sorry. <laughs> No, don't you feel case, bad. Um, listen, you can be salty later. I, I, okay. I tell Casey, I don't tell feel Casey bad every single time. 
I know he does it. <laughs> listen, he matches the vibe, bad. but but everybody that's listening, listen, Casey does all the work. He should get all the credit. He should get all the followers. <laughs> Casey's okay. just not salty. He's don't actually a me. really, don't really good chef, and you need to make sure that you're following Bro, along in his lives because that's when his real personality comes out, it. and he's really a big teddy bear, and he shows <laughs> why he loves his noodles, and it's okay. Uh, okay, so real quick, as we do end, um, I have I have a fascination with noodles. I, I know you guys, I've told you guys this, but... I want my cuisine all in one bowl. Yeah. This is why I have such a stupid fascination with noodles and ramen. I want that to be the best experience ever for the cheapest amount of price that I can make just enough profit for. Mm-hmm. And that's it. Literally, that's all I fucking want. And it's yeah. going to happen very soon. Very soon. Yep. Hey, that's all I got to say. Casey, I'm, I'm, coming. I'm telling you right now. I'm telling you right now. We, I'm telling you, man. This is It's such a good idea. You should definitely freaking do this, man. You can do this. Mm-hmm. But you got to work backwards, man. You just got to hustle it out your house, bro. Oh Sell yeah, yeah, yeah. I have, I, I have I mean, two, I have two plans. Sell tacos, dude. Like, <laughs> yeah. just sell really, Kyle really, really good likes tacos, tacos. <laughs> Brandon. This dude, this dude's a taco fiend. Anyway, as we close, I'll make sure I have Kyle's links all down below, and you guys can follow him. Um, but other than that, thank you so much, and we'll talk to you guys again later. Yeah.